classic mafia-like shakedown of a foreign leader. There's an obvious conflict here. This is Armstrong and Getty. The lunacy of this, this exercise. Use any metaphor. Aliyah yes. You don't know what you're talking about, idiot. A lot of people said, I never knew you could be so nice. And everyone in the country knows. This is all wrong. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. Uh, where the hell did that come from? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. Live from Studio C. Season your A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound on, on yet another what people are calling an historic day. Every day is historic. How many have we had in like the last two years that the media is telling us this is a historic day? Anyway, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. <whistles> the whistleblower. Is that how they actually get the attention of Congress? Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I can't whistle Walking like that. Walking in a hall. Sometimes they get him walking across the cab along. <whistles> Congressman! Hey! Hey! There's some nefarious dealings I'd like to tell you about. Oh, really? I've never been able to whistle like that. I tried so hard when I was a kid. I had friends that could whistle loud like that. I'm so jealous of people who can do that. I know. Me too. At what age could you start doing that? Early teens, maybe? I don't know. I use it all the time, too. I use it to hail waiters in nice restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Girls, of course. Attractive women. Oh, please. Because I was saying, I'm walking down the grocery store aisle. There's some lady perusing the soup, and she's kind of in my way. (whistles) Excuse me. Excuse me. Did you have to work at it, or did you pretty much able to do it the first time you tried? Uh, I tried it like most people and ended up just spitting. That's what happens to me. Just um, get wet fingers. I spit all over my hands. <laughs> and then at some point, somebody told I can't remember. Somebody told me, you kind of got to make your tongue into a, how would I describe it? Like a, uh, a, a cup. A U-shape? You got to cup your tongue. Yeah, kind of U-shaped. U-shaped kind yeah. of more like a cup, yeah. though. Okay. And that helps. I mean, like with the tip a little up and and the back a little down. Say, so I got two kids. One can one can whistle great, just regular whistling. Yeah. And then the other kid, the other kid just can't even imagine. It's like, what what are you doing? I don't understand. Show me what you're doing with your mouth, and he wow. can't. And he can't. So. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Same, similar with snapping fingers. Some people can just can't do that. Yeah, uh, kids generally get around, get there. Even kids who can't, as I recall, around ten. Mm. Uh, skill I remember one, one or two of my kids couldn't whistle either. It's no, a, they can't. It's a, <laughs> well, it's a skill you could live without. So um, the whistleblower complaint thingy is uh, is part of this historic day. Somebody's about to be grilled in front of Congress again, in front of another committee, is about to happen again right now. In this case, it's the guy who runs the, he was the, uh, the National acting, intelligence. acting DNI yeah. uh, uh, dude. Move to adjourn. Yeah, I'm wondering if right off the bat you're going to get the whole move to adjourn stuff and the uh, you're out of order. Do we are we going to make up the rules here as we go along? I'm wondering if it's going to start like that or 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 what. I certainly hope so. The the DNI uh, who's being dragged forth, the acting guy, very serious man, former Navy SEAL, career Navy guy. Um, and, and I'm told this hearing is going to be all about the whistleblower law and how it's interpreted. We'll see. Well, I thought the questioning was going to be around, um, he, he wanted to come forward with it, and he was told not to. Of course, that's what the, the Trump-hating news is telling me. 
Um, well, well, yeah, because as usual, D.C. lawyers disagreed with how to interpret the law. Here's all you need to know about any of this to me. The biggest story yesterday afternoon is that this guy you're about to hear from um, had threatened to resign if the Trump people wouldn't let him release this whistleblower complaint. Mm. That was the big talk. I got the alerts on my phone. It was the only thing they were talking on cable news. He threatened to resign because Trump was stopping him from releasing it. Wow, so this is going to be powerful Like an hour later, he said, I never threatened to resign. I've never quit anything in my life, and I'm not about to start now. Well, okay, then. Well, um, well, um, Washington Post had that story, and everybody went big with it. God, the misinformation that flies around. I get sad and discouraged because people hear something. They read something. They consider themselves well-informed. And then it's, it turns out to be 180 degrees false. Two hours later. Yikes. It's frustrating. Yeah. Anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad. Um, there's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Sorry this morning, Michael. Good. I haven't been following this story. Is Trump still our president? He is. Okay. He absolutely is. That's all I needed to know. That is all you need to know right now. Because anything else you have heard might turn out to not be true. So I don't know why we can't wait till uh, things settle down and we have some facts. Ben Sass, senator from Nebraska out yesterday, we'll play the clip later, said Democrats need to slow down on the impeachment talk. Republicans need to slow down on circling the wagons. How about we wait and see what happens? Shut up! No, that's the way they used to do it a hundred years ago or five years ago. That's not the way we do it anymore, all right? Right. Sit down, old timer. <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well, although if I if I could have a time machine, I think one of the things I would have to do is I would need to go back to my senior year of high school and change my high school yearbook quote. Um, I, I think it, <laughs> oh, it, it, it should have something to do with the fact that no matter how long you think you need to wait after your hot pocket is done being cooked in the microwave for it to not burn your mouth, wait longer. Wait longer. Because it's not long enough however long you've waited. Because you, you get the smells and you're like, oh, that pepperoni pizza hoppa, that's going to be so good. You just want to bite into it. But no, that's molten lava cheese. You, know, you could take a moment to whistle a happy tune, Sean. <laughs> And you know, it's right there in the name, Hot Pocket. You yeah. think you'd, you'd, yeah. you'd pick up a pocket full of hot. And after the hundreds, maybe thousands that I've eaten over my life, you'd think I would have learned this at some point. But if I had eulogized it permanently in my high school quote, instead of what I did have, I think uh, I think maybe some people would have been saved uh, a little bit of burn. There's Marsha Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marsha? I'll tell you what, on this historic day, I am once again hopped up on penicillin and pain pills following the procedure to deal with my infected, fractured root canal. I have to tell you, though, went off very well. The pressure was on since my dental professional and his family are fans of the Armstrong and Getty show and were well oh, aware awesome. the whole world was watching. Exactly. That does help. <laughs> that, in my experience, that helps. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. And yeah. then afterwards, I went to uh, get uh, get my drugs at the uh, supermarket, and I was approached by a very lovely woman who saw I was wearing my Raven Social and Athletic Club polo shirt. We have breaking news! Breaking news! Sorry, Marshall, your love life will have to wait a moment for the national interest. The hearing has begun. Oh, do we want to go? Do we want to hear it a little from the very beginning? Let's dip into it. How soon do you think it goes a little bit sideways? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I'll bet fairly quickly. <laughs> uh, over be... under at four and a half minutes. Okay, here Are we going to be five minute opening? Yeah. Sta- let's find oh, out. Yeah. The presidential oath of office requires the president of the United States to do two things. 
faithfully execute no, his or her office. With his opening statement of horse crap and defend out of the Constitution. Mouth. Look at his neck, how thin it is. That oath, of course, <laughs> cannot be honored if the president does not first defend the country. If our national security is jeopardized, He's using if a our serious country voice. is left undefended, yeah. the necessity to faithfully execute the office becomes moot. Where there is no country, there is no office to execute. And so the duty to defend the nation is foundational to the president's responsibilities. But what of this second responsibility to defend the Constitution? What does that really mean? The founders were not speaking, of course, of a piece of parchment. Rather, they were expressing the obligation of the president to defend the institutions of our democracy, to defend our system of checks and balances that the Constitution enshrines, to defend the rule of law, a principle upon which the idea of America was born, that we're a nation of laws, not men. If we do not defend the nation, there is no Constitution. But if we do not defend the Constitution, there is no nation worth defending. And if we Yesterday, do not constitute defense, we, we will not be able to defend evidence yet constituting nation. The President of the United States <laughs> has betrayed his oath of office. All right. Betrayed his oath to defend our national security. You and know, betrayed his oath to defend our Constitution. You know, as I'm listening to this, I'm... I'm uh, I don't know how, the, re- uh, how the, the rest of America is taking this stuff in. Well, for... for First of all, most people don't take this stuff in, right? by far. They're busy living their lives. But right. even people who do take it in, how many times have we heard this same speech? And and from both sides, the Republican response will be similar. But how many times have we heard this same speech yeah. from somebody in the last, like, two years? Yeah, yeah. Uh, many, many times, I you know, you got to get to the particulars. The whole uh, the president's a bad guy, and he's, uh, he's uh, you know, I, we know, we know you think that. I just, hmm. I don't, I don't even know what I would do if I was the Democrats to try to make this stick, because I just feel like again. So, is this a, is this from last week or last month or six months ago or is this new? Adam Schiff talking what about what a bad guy the president is. It, with somebody out there you don't know answering questions. Uh, I just don't know if it leaves a mark with anybody any, anymore. I, it's not leaving a mark with me. Um, so we have the opportunity to talk to former White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yes. He, he is booked for coming up. Yes. And um, we're uh, deciding whether or not to talk to to talk to him and about what is is am i allowed to if we talk to him am i allowed to ask him about his green shirt of course of course to me that would be the biggest issue i think that's why he's here well of course that's why he's here he's making the rounds for dancing with the stars all right but you think he would talk about the uh the hearings well yeah hmm. or i'd say tune into dancing with the stars wherever it's on the air i don't care goodbye click you know does he have a sense of humor i don't know He's, did you choose that green shirt would be my first question for him. Did you choose that or did someone choose it for you and why didn't you choose a size that fit? Is that a reasonable question? <laughs> that should be fine. I think that's perfectly yeah, reasonable. Really? As, as a man of somewhat extended girth, I'm curious myself. <laughs> well, I don't know. So what do you want to do? You want to take a break on time? Yes. You want to... All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to stay in touch with this hearing and see if anything unique happens. I God, I don't know. Just watching him and listening to him Say this stuff, it just seemed like 
Is this a rerun? I wouldn't even be able to tell myself when I follow this stuff closely if this is different than the one from last week. Right. Well, more significantly, we have the whistleblower report in front of us and can tell you what's in it if you want to know. Has just come out, and that has hit the press. And uh, the guy that's being questioned there on the Capitol Hill is going to talk about how that came about. So that's all today on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. So we're monitoring the hearing that's going on in Washington, D.C. Devin Nunez just uh, getting ready to speak. So Adam Schiff laid out the whole Trump's a bad guy, which we've heard over and over. Now Nunez launched right into, well, the Democrats once again have orchestrated a media show with a uh, release of the transcript at the same time, the television coverage, blah, blah, blah. So um, they're, they're at it. Uh, they may go at it with uh, knives strapped to the wrist at some point, and we'll bring that to you. That will be exciting. Please welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show, the former White House press secretary, current sensation on Dancing with the Stars, Sean Spicer. Sean, how are you, sir? I am well. Thank you very much. I appreciate you all having me on. Excellent. You know, I feel kind of bad we came to you late. Just the news cycle is so insane right now. It's, it's, I'm, I'm dying of the stress. Well, you know, the funny thing is I'm not. The beauty of, of doing what I'm doing now is, uh, you know, I, I get to keep up with things kind of the way that a lot of folks do. But uh, I've been doing this show, and part of doing it is you, you wake up and you practice five hours a day. Um, so I, I sort of spend the rest of my day trying to either catch up with clients or or actually, you know, rewinding the news a little bit and trying to figure out what I've just missed. So it's interesting to be so far removed from uh, something that was so part of my life for so long. Is it all right if while we're talking to you, I picture you in that skin-tight green shirt that you wore the other night? <laughs> you can, uh, I'm, not, I, I'm not really sure that that's a smart idea for you, but you're more than welcome. Did you, did you choose that shirt, or was it chosen for you? No, no, no. I, I have said for a long time, I think the creative people at the show were like, hey, this is payback for like a large amount of that, that have always wanted to get back at Sean. This is uh, yeah. this is what's going to happen. But I, I will just say, since you brought it up, one thing that's interesting is Lindsay and I um, auctioned off the shirt. We have a website, uh, wow. SpicerArnold.com. We kind of made it a fun campaign thing. And we raised 3800 bucks for two veterans organizations that serve to help our injured service members and their caregivers. And so it was really cool turning that opportunity into something so positive for the people that have sacrificed for this nation. And we've now... If you go onto the website, we've now turned, you know, we, we had these, we made this fun fake campaign for the, for the mirror ball and we've got campaign t-shirts and hats and everything. And we've now said, okay, there's been a lot of interest in that. We're turning all that into proceeds from all the sales. We'll go to those same two veterans organizations, the yellow ribbon fund and the independence fund. So it's been kind of cool yeah, that's, to that... take this opportunity to go on dance with the stars, have fun for myself, enjoy the experience. But then, obviously, really try to highlight and give back to people who really deserve it in this country. That's good. Well done. Uh, and, and we appreciate that. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Donald J. Trump, who is the president of the United States. His, his manner of speaking, his, his style of dealing with the things that are bothering him are unique. Uh, fairly unrestrained, and and in my mind, that's how we got to the whole impeachment thing that we're at today. What can you tell us about the president and and his filter or lack of it? 
Well, honestly, I, you, with Trump, you get what you see, right? So there's no, like, hey, this is what he's like in private. I mean, he says, and, and part of the reason he uses Twitter is to um, to literally communicate directly to people and say, this is what I'm thinking on any given matter or person or personnel announcement or what have you. And that's what makes him so truly unique is that it's not, you use the word filter, and it's not filtered, right? And I think so long, I've been in politics 25 years, and everything is so poll-tested and message-driven that it's like, this is what people want to hear, this is how they want to hear. Trump's view is, I'm just going to go out there and tell it like how I want you, what I think and what I believe, and like it or not. But there is no filter. It's not getting run through staff. It's not getting poll-tested. It's, here's what I think, and you get to, you know, in real time. Do you... Do you think it's likely that he tried to strong-arm the president of Ukraine to get something uh, personal uh, out of that money? I have not read the entire transcript. I just haven't had time yet. I'll do it later today. But, uh, you know, he from what I've read of it, it there's a difference. He, you know, Zelensky, the president, the new president of Ukraine, ran on a platform of corruption. Um, the United States had previously had problems with giving money to the Ukraine because they were literally just paying everybody off with the money and wasting it. And so here you have this instance where Hunter Biden is getting paid $50,000 a month from a Ukrainian gas company. He has no background in energy or gas. They're giving him fifty grand a month for this company that is trying to get state-owned gas. And, and you know what, Sean? I apologize. we got to jump in. I'm getting yelled at. we got like 10 seconds. Sean Spicer, former White House press secretary, could talk to you all day. Enjoying you on Dancing with the Stars. Keep up the good work for the vets. Good to talk to you. Did you just pretend you're watching Dancing with the Stars? Oh, I love it. I watch every episode. <laughs> we speak we got yet more testimony in front of yet another committee this time it's a uh, pencil neck adam schiff this is not yet another committee this is an official impeachment inquiry we have an oii grilling a guy the media is referring to as a spy chief which is a pretty cool term the guy who runs the dni but anyway uh here i want to be a spy chief yeah who doesn't uh. Um, so you heard from Adam Schiff, and he says the president's a corrupt mob boss, and then Nunes says this. I'll just give you a little flavor of this from the opening statement. Thank the gentleman. I want to congratulate the Democrats on the rollout of their latest information warfare operation against the president and their extraordinary ability to once again enlist the mainstream media in their campaign. There you go, which is uh, more or less what is happening. Doesn't mean that yeah. what they're claiming isn't true. Well, there's uh, something there, absolutely, but the the example you gave moments ago of the false story on the front pages of all the big national newspapers that was discredited hours later, great example. The big story yesterday afternoon that this guy that they're talking to right now, the spy chief, had threatened to resign to Donald Trump because the Trump people weren't letting him release the whistleblower report. That was the talk for a couple hours. This is an impeachable offense. This is a... This is obstruction of justice. This is unpresidential. And then, like two hours later, the guy came out and said, I've never threatened to resign. I've never quit anything in my life. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. So the Washington Post made it up or had a bad source or willing to go with, I heard he threatened to resign or whatever. Right. So I don't know how you're supposed to believe anything. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, it's Whistleblower Thursday. The House Intelligence Committee just releasing the whistleblower complaint involving President Trump. This is the complaint that led House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to announce a formal impeachment inquiry into the president. Now, in it, 
the whistleblower makes the following claim, quote, Over the course of my official duties, I have received information from multiple U.S. government officials that the President of the United States is using the power of his office to solicit interference from a foreign country in the 2020 U.S. election. The complaint continues on for another nine pages, laying out numerous areas of concern. I have read and digested and highlighted the dang thing. I'll I'll spell it out for you in a couple of minutes. But I think this is important just to give you an idea of where we are and how seriously you should take anything you hear. Uh, As I said, so yesterday the Washington Post had this headline in the afternoon. Acting Director of National Intelligence threatened to resign if he couldn't speak freely before Congress on whistleblower complaint. MSNBC picked it up hours later. WAPO, acting DNA McGuire, threatened to quit if testimony limited. And that was just a firestorm. If you're into cable news, it was the breaking news. They blocked out the shows to jump in with this story. McGuire came out shortly after that. He's the guy being questioned right right now. At no time have I considered resigning my position since assuming the role August 16th, 2019. I've never quit anything in my life. I'm not going to start now. What do you do with that? Other than that, it's a fascinating story. What do you do with that? Yeah, I know. Meanwhile, Trump spoke at a news conference yesterday in New York after the White House uh, released the transcript of his phone call that shows he repeatedly did urge Ukraine's President Zelensky to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Asked by reporters, though, if he felt any pressure from Trump to investigate the Bidens, President Zelensky responded, No, you sure that we had, I think, good uh, phone call. It was normal. We spoke about many things. And I, so, so I think, and you read it, that nobody pushed, it, pushed me. Yes. In other words, no pressure. President Trump insisting he didn't threaten anybody. No push, no pressure, no nothing. I'm not it's all a hoax, hoax. It's all a big hoax. And the sad thing about this hoax is that we work so hard with all of these countries. I still don't know where I am on this, but I'm not sure that guy saying that means... Uh, no, no. It's, it, it reinforces the narrative. He needs the Trump administration to give him money to keep them from becoming, you know, part of the Soviet Union again. So he's not going to go against the word of his benefactor. Oh, here's another angle that's. Bothering. I'm not saying I necessarily believe that, but logically speaking, that you know that is there. I don't know where I'm on this yet, but um, and Trump may have done something he shouldn't have done. But the uh, the mainstream media's, the corporate media's, and the Democrats all of a sudden interest in the sovereignty of Ukraine, I find hilarious. Mm. So, Ukraine was invaded by Putin when Obama was president, and nobody seemed to care. Nope. Hardly anything was done. It didn't get that much news coverage, and hasn't since. Even though we had a treaty with them saying we would protect them. (laughs) Now I regularly hear, and Ukraine, which was fighting for its life, needed these weapons so badly. Oh, now all of a sudden it's a big deal that Trump held up the money for a couple of days for something. Yeah, yeah. I find that angle hilarious. On an entirely different front, results from a two-month clinical trial of a new medical device meant to help Alzheimer's patients are being published, and the data looks very promising. A number of patients aged 63 or above with mild to moderate Alzheimer's were enrolled in the University of South Florida study examining the effectiveness of a non-invasive treatment cap that delivers electromagnetic waves to the brain. Patients have put the cap on for a couple of times during the day for about an hour each time, and they showed increased cognitive performance, 
and decreased modifying effects of, or the d- disease rather, modifying effects of the brain. And both the blood and the spinal fluids also showed it appeared the disease was beginning to fade away. How interesting. Now, the uh, treatment only lasted for a few weeks, but the people involved have all decided to extend the trial for an additional four months because they could tell the difference and they could feel the improvement in themselves. And Amazon is now letting folks program their Alexa devices to sound like actor Samuel L. Jackson. He is the first celebrity voice for the virtual assistant. Users get to pay a buck to enable Jackson's voice to have them uh, get to give them the weather and even have them tell jokes. So th- that's an impersonation then? No, it's actually no, it's Sam him. Jackson is recording it. But I, I don't understand because the, the virtual assistant says all kinds. Did Samuel Jackson record every word that's uttered on Earth? No. How does that? No, they, they actually have suggested questions. Hey, ask, oh, okay. uh, ask gotcha. him to gotcha. wake you up. Ask gotcha. him to tell you a joke. And so, you know, it's uh, like uh, those old dolls with the string. Hey, Barbie, Well, how and you I doing? suggest within two weeks or so, they'll be able to have him speak a couple of sentences and synthesize everything right. else they need right. in the blink of an eye. Frightening. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Yeah, you think people don't believe anything now. Yeah, no kidding. Wait, wait till you're getting a phone call from your mom that sounds exactly like your mom, and right. it's a, a, a buddy of yours pranking you. Or you watch a video, a press conference, the president saying, and then I threatened to stab the president of Ukraine in the eye unless he sent his spies to uh, steal all of Joe Biden's undergarments. You'd think, wow, what? What? They got to impeach him now, and it'd all be fake. I'm not just trying to uh, cloud the waters on this whole thing that's going on today, but I just think this is indicative of something. So the story I've been uh, mentioning, Washington Post has a headline that this guy McGuire uh, threatened to resign. Then McGuire comes out and says, no, I didn't. I said, everybody ran with that. Well, somebody texted us, Fox had that story too. Yeah, you know why? Because the Washington Post reported a big story. We're still all living in that world where we react to the New York Times, the Washington Post, with a big story. How long does that last? With an example of yesterday, while Trump was speaking, while Trump was speaking, MSNBC cut away from the president and said, what he's saying is not true. So we're going to cut away from the president Fact right now. Check. They, they, they cut away from the president of the United States in the midst of a scandal explaining his side of it, right. saying what he's saying is not true, so we're cutting away with it. So I say, how long does Fox or some media react to a Washington Post headline at all and not, and not, and not just ignore it? Well, it's, it's eroding. The credibility is eroding bit to bit, bit by bit. But uh, in my opinion, we ought to get to the uh, whistleblower report, which is at the root of all this and will be the deciding thing as to whether Donald J. is the president anymore or not. So you've been highlighting it, a jazziness on a scale of 1 to 10. How jazzy uh, it, is it? It grabs your attention. Pretty jazzy? Fairly. Smooth jazzy? <sighs> kind of upbeat smooth jazz. We're talking Kenny G or Miles Davis? <laughs> I don't know. Kenny we'll, G on a good day. We'll have it next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So Adam Schiff, the Democratic chair with the pencil neck, 
is asking the acting DNI about the uh, whistleblower complaint. This is a, he just asked his first question. Did the uh, basically saying did the president uh, commit a crime? Uh, the whistleblower complaint in, involved uh, the, the allegation of that. Uh, it is not for me in the intelligence community to decide how the president conducts uh, his foreign policy or his interaction with leaders of other countries, sir. Well, I'm not asking you to opine on how the president conducts foreign policy. I'm asking you whether, as the statute requires, this complaint involved serious wrongdoing, in this case, by the president of the United States. And, Alec- and, the, and the acting DNI refuses to say it did or it didn't. So he's going to play it that way. He's going to say that I'll leave that up to others. Right. So we're talking about the Not whistleblower. My job. Right. We're talking about the whistleblower complaint, which is out as of what an hour ago. So here's the long and short of it. Uh, Trump's it, doomed. Or, well, you want you want. Hmm. I live in a cable news world. He's either going to be impeached or he's not. All right. Well, that's fine. I don't. And if I accidentally find myself in one, I'll move out. So here's the gist of the complaint. I have received information from multiple U.S. government officials that the president of the U.S. is using his power to solicit interference from foreign country in the 2020 U.S. election. Uh, Departing from the text, I would say that is uh, that's leaping to a conclusion. Um, Honestly, a lot of this stuff is stuff that's just been sticking in Trump's craw. The beginning of the investigation into him, the whole, uh, you know, collusion thing, uh, Hillary's server. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, all the stuff that's been on cable news and the conservative web is just in his craw. Um, yeah, it took me and I think a lot of the media a, a while yesterday to catch on that that's what he was asking about. Right. The first thing he asks about is Hillary's server. I would have never guessed that that comes up. Yeah, that's the bulk of it. And then he gets into Joe Biden next. But it's. You know, what this means to impeachment, I don't know. But if you're going to psychoanalyze the guy, there's your evidence. He's most concerned. The first thing he wants to know about is Hillary's server. Where You've is got it? mail. So anyway, this interference includes, among other things, pressuring a foreign country to investigate one of the president's main domestic rivals. President's personal lawyer, Mr. Rudolph Giuliani, is a central figure in this effort. Attorney General Barr appears to be involved as well. Skipping down a little bit, I am not a direct witness to most of these events described, as has been disclosed. However, I found my colleagues' accounts of these events to be credible because in almost all cases, multiple officials recounted fact patterns that were consistent with one another. Uh, In addition, a lot of it's been reported uh, publicly. Um, Then he gets into some of the illegalities and the whistleblower law and, and, and that sort of thing. If you want the brief summary first... And then I can get into some details. The idea of Ukraine, you can get what you need from us, but you got to go hardcore at Joe Biden and the server and all that stuff. That's got to happen if we're going to have a relationship. The gist of the allegation is that that was uh, promoted over and over again by the president and Rudy Giuliani and a couple of other people, and that there's lots of evidence that at every turn, the leadership of the Ukraine was seeking guidance on, okay, all right, listen, how do we handle this whole thing with Joe Biden? Um, uh, and, and Russian hackers, too, but... um. 
White House officials have told me this information were deeply disturbed by what had transpired in the phone call. They told me there was already a discussion ongoing with White House lawyers about how to treat the call with uh, Zelensky that we've been talking about the last couple of days. And they decided to bury the record of the phone call on a super top secret server. Back to servers. Um Indeed, the transcript, instead, the transcript was loaded into a separate electronic system that is otherwise used to store and handle classified information of an especially sensitive nature. One White House official described this act as an abuse of this electronic system because the ball, the call, rather, did not contain anything remotely sensitive Why? from a national security perspective. This is the first I've heard of this part. They tried to hide the call. Now, listen. So that's uh, part of why... This Atkinson guy, what's what's his role? Oh, he's the he's the uh, Inspector General, dude. Mm-hmm. He 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 interviewed. So the guy you're just talking about, um, it the whistleblower, was, the whistleblower did yeah. hear it, or we assume it's a dude. Um, he did hear it secondhand. And a lot of people are making a big deal out of that. But the Inspector General Atkinson, he did go around and interview some other people and corroborated, hmm, yes. got back up to that, what the whistleblower was saying. Well, was what the whistleblower was saying was, in essence, um, everybody's coming to me and telling me the same thing. Right. He's not saying, I observe this. He is saying, in essence, yeah, I wasn't at the board meeting, but all the heads of departments are coming to me and, and telling me the same thing. So, you know, I, I will tell you this. That sounds terrible and damning. It does. Um, uh, on the other hand, one White House official described this act as an abuse because the server's only for super sensitive stuff. Well, n- another official come out and say that's also where we uh, we store recipes and gardening hints. <laughs> that's true. That sort of yeah. thing does happen. Another yeah. abuse of power. Uh, well, right. <laughs> uh, shouldn't the recipes be the people's recipes? Freedom of Information Act, those recipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they mention uh, various diplomatic officials uh, advising the Ukrainians how to deal with the pressure. Uh, Mr. Giuliani traveled to Madrid to meet with Zelensky's advisors. Um and they they deal with the whole, we're trying to root out corruption. Well, the only corruption they seem interested in is Joe Biden and the server. Um, so that's that's the long and short of it. An ongoing, multifaceted pressure campaign on Ukraine uh, about Joe Biden and the server and the suggestion that if Ukraine was going to get the stuff that they wanted, they had to play ball including firing one of their ambassadors, which came up, I think, during the press conference yesterday. Um, so, so that's it. That's, that's the accusation. And there are particulars and meetings and people mentioned. Um, let's see. Then they get into that uh, White House server thing I was talking about. This is a standalone computer system reserved for code word level intelligence information, such as covert action. So, boy, that that stuff about putting it on a specific server that uh, it wouldn't normally go to to keep it hidden, if that pans out to be true, that would be cover-up stuff. It looks like a cover-up, yeah, unless they could come up with a good explanation. And one more thing really quickly. Uh, On or around May 14, the president instructed Vice President Pence to cancel his plan to travel to Ukraine to attend President Zelensky's inauguration. Secretary of Energy Rick Perry led the delegation instead. According to these officials, who I suspect we will see sitting at a table on Capitol Hill at some point soon, 
It was also made clear to them that the president did not want to meet with Mr. Zelensky until he saw how Zelensky chose to act in office. Um, it was described by the meetings blah, 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 whether Zelensky showed willingness to play ball on the issues that had been publicly aired by Mr. Lutsenko and Mr. Giuliani, uh, the uh, the server and, and the Biden stuff. Well, on Trump's side, and we can get into this more later. I'll get it right in front of me. The, the, did you see Trump yesterday when he was quoting the Washington Post op-ed piece in which um, Mark Thiessen was writing about a couple of senators, Democratic senators, who a while back sent a letter to you, to the president of Ukraine and said, look, we're not going to sign off on this money unless you do some investigations into blah de blah blah mm-hmm. And Donald Trump yesterday was making the point, how is that not the same thing I was doing? They're, they're, they're saying you're not going to get the money unless you root out corruption. Right. Yeah. Do some investigating. Well, and it's alleged that a lot of the, uh, that there was a fair amount of nasty stuff going on in Ukraine in terms of interfering with the election. So it's absolutely worth rooting around in there to see what we find. You know, it strikes me though, as I go through this, it's, if, if this is true, it's some really bad president. I think he was just doing his job poorly because he's, he gets obsessed over these scandals and slights and and things not being investigated properly and i actually agree with him on some of them on the other hand is absolutely within the right of the american people to say yeah the guy gets obsessed over hillary's server and he can't let it go i still want him to be president that's why we have elections yeah do you impeach him or do you wait till an election got a lot more on this including the hilarious what to name this whole scandal oh, have boy. you been following this mm. ukraine gate nobody likes that got some better ideas <laughs> 